0: 630 Chad
1: inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad. Okay. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. It is 10, 10 Seattle and the LA Rams late in the third quarter NFL today. Also the Eagles leading Washington 17, 10 that's about halfway through the third. The only NHL game starts in about an hour. That's Tampa Bay at Vegas. It's just going to be half capacity at the world juniors. And the Oilers and the Flames, if you have World Junior tickets, you will be contacted by the end of the day on Thursday. If you have Oilers tickets, you'll be contacted by the end of the day next Thursday, the 30th for updates on what is happening also uh, looks like the flames are pulling out of that arena deal in uh in calgary so that's pretty significant news there the significant news here in edmonton is with the edmonton elks chris jones is back as the head coach and the general manager a gentleman who played for chris jones in 2014 and 2015 great cup champion adarius bowman checks in on inside sports adarius you're on with reed how are you doing
2: reed i'm doing amazing brother happy
1: holidays happy holidays to you as well uh what are you up to these days man how are you keeping busy
2: oh man i'm currently uh back in the us us of a right now uh, in atlanta georgia uh right now uh implementing a, a youth development program with schools around here and also doing some training with the youth in the community at the moment but i uh, always wait on the moment to be back in canada
1: Okay, well, that's good to hear. I, I, but I know you love that working with the next generation of athletes. So you must find that pretty rewarding.
2: Uh, I can't say I do, Reed. Man, uh, I guess after you've been around the industry for the number of years I have, you uh, you eventually feel like you should give it back. You know, I guess it, it's the whole old saying, pay, pay it forward. You know, and so uh, I definitely also keep my my ears open and my my opportunities open. You know, if it is an opportunity to coach in the near future, that would be amazing.
1: Now, would you like to coach uh, Canadian ball, U.S. ball, anywhere? What's your preference there?
2: Uh, definitely uh, definitely lean on uh, Canadian rules first because uh, I guess I, I spent a big chunk of those years as a professional playing up there, and uh, I've absorbed, and, and I'm pretty much... <laughs> I rather see that sometimes which is kind of sad Now that I'm back in America, but uh, definitely uh, love it anywhere and everywhere. Uh, and like I say, man, if it's, if it's ball, you know, I love being with the receive. But being around the atmosphere, you know, I think that's a, some of that the athletes after they retired and, and I guess put up the cleats. You know, just being able to be around that uh, environment and put back some of those, some of that knowledge and tools that you was able. To use throughout your career into our future that's what that's a dream come true for me right
1: yeah good man well uh, I look forward to seeing you patrolling a sideline with a headset and a clipboard in the near future which oh, is man. uh <laughs> which is what Chris Jones is going to be doing back here uh in Edmonton you know first of all I uh, and I know we've talked a little bit about him before but mm-hmm. Yeah tell me about the impact Chris Jones had on you as a player. I know it was just a couple of years, but what can you say about what he meant to you? Oh man, he uh he
2: my 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 perspective, my story, he was uh the definition of a champion. You know, none of none of us are perfect, you know. Uh, I, I know I Coach Jones will always be known for known for wearing all black, you know, and so he kinda changed that atmosphere on the coaching staff over there in Edmonton. But outside of that, he changed the uh, the whole whole environment from the from the fan base and then the top and bottom in uh Edmonton's uh uh stadium and, and when I mean that just how to show up every day, be consistent and uh give it your all. But he also held us responsible. He uh he stood on discipline and so uh to get a coach to implement all that uh, especially for me, he's a, everyone knows Chris Stone's defensive <laughs> defensive minded, defensive heavy, you know, but to see him at the head coach position uh, kind of like uh, reform Edmonton. I was there some years before, you know, and we got, we had great talent great coaches, you know, but I feel like him and, and the staff he brought in, they did a good job of uh, working with each other and they, and they and they let it trickle down to us as players and, and I know the fans felt it like a like I said at the beginning, of this, he, uh, he was the definition of a champion. So I always remember that and be thankful for that.
1: Well, it's interesting you say that. That he was, uh, you know, very positive, but but also demanding. What, what did he do where he was able to walk that line where um, he brought a lot of energy, but it like it didn't go overboard, right? There was still control and there was still discipline. How did he pull that off?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, I. Get... Without getting into too much detail, but uh, I, I, I guess I can kind of put it like this. He, uh, he knew a, he was heavy on stats and statistics, you know, and so I felt that's something I always remember. I'm pretty sure all the guys and everybody through there, he, he could bring an issue or a situation to you from that angle, and it, and it makes it uh, it makes sit a little different. <laughs> you know, the fact, number one, that he went and found the information, and then number two, that uh, he was able to implement it in the environment that he did and in the way that he did. And then everybody know Chris Jones. You know, it's hard to get a laugh out of him, but, man, he's, uh, he's a very exciting person, you know. He got those good old jokes when you can when well, you can come across one at times and uh, you definitely know what it takes to win. And so I always enjoy this passion and the, and the hard work he expects out of us every day. And he did the same. You know, everybody remember Coach Jones. He's he, he going to get his jogs and his, his laps in. He's going to do his running, you know, get his little workout in. And so... Uh, I, like I said, I, I really like that he, said, he walked the talk, talked the walk. <laughs> you know, he, he did it as well with us. And so, uh, like I said, I always remember that and appreciate that.
1: Darius Bowman, former Edmonton receiver, joining us tonight on Inside Sports, talking about his memories of playing for Chris Jones. Darius, I was hoping you could tell me a little bit about the practices. Um, somebody told me that Chris Jones ran double barrel practices. Now, uh, as you know, <laughs> as you know, I never played. Uh, football (laughs) so uh what what does that mean and how did that help you guys
2: oh man uh honestly reed i I can i can keep it real with you uh definitely thought it was going to be a problem in the beginning just for the simple fact that uh for the offense we was running the majority of time we was getting like 50 to 60 plays off but we're doing like 100 120 plays in practice but the thing about it, it wasn't even like a long practice. it would be an hour and thirty, hour and forty five, the max, I believe. I don't remember doing too many two hour practices. He liked to get the work in and get out, but uh by doing that he did double barrel, so you kinda of start on you kinda of always you kinda of get a game's worth of plays in every every day. Which ultimately, like I say, uh with the C F L season Regular season being, you know, I mean, 18 games and then the playoffs, uh, it, it ended up paying off, you know, longevity. I remember that 2015 season. We'll never forget it, you know, and, and he was a key factor in it, plus a lot of other pieces. Uh, I remember our second half of that year, you know, rolling all the way to great cup, you know. And so, uh, like I said, in training camp, when he introduced us, the year before I got introduced to the double bears, you know, and so, it just paid off, man. But uh, yeah, those those double bears, was uh, you gonna sweat, put it like that.
1: <laughs> well, the the tempo seemed to help you guys when you got out there on the yeah. on the field. That's for sure. How would you describe Chris Jones's relationship with? the offense and offensive players because obviously you know and he said here he's probably going to be the defensive coordinator or at the very yeah. least be heavily involved with the defense how would you describe his relationship with offensive players
2: oh amazing uh very very professional you know what I mean uh but also like I say I think he uh he had enough confidence and he relied a lot on his uh his staff his coordinators he had on the offensive side but uh in that head, man, it was definitely times, you know, myself, you know, it was times he had to step in. Rather, it was, uh, like I say, he, 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 he... I think he did a fairly good job of treating everybody the same. Like, we had one standard, you know, and it's going to be the best, so, you know, definitely his standard of what he expected out of certain players may be fairly different, but the thing is, he expected it out of all of us, you know, you're going to give your all. So it was definitely times he had to come see me on that scale of, of discipline, but majority of the time, it was... Uh, you know, not necessarily praising, but uh, he's gonna he's gonna give you know congrats and good jobs when they do. You know what he does on all phases, you know offense, defense, and special teams. So uh, I think he's amazing. Like I say, very very professional.
1: Right on. So like overall, are you excited for the Elks organization now that he's back as coach and GM?
2: Uh, man, I can't say I am. You know, uh, after leaving the game, you definitely by default you know, I'm keeping up with during the season, you know, that's, that's home to me. And so uh, not to knock anything uh, previous, you know, but uh, I think we all know the the Edmonton way, you know, how things should be, you know what I mean? And so maybe, maybe that wasn't happening, but I can not say what I got excited about, not to say nobody's better than the other, but I can say Coach uh, Jones knows the Edmonton way, you know what I mean? And uh, the way it's set up right now, he brought he brought the last cup and I and I, I you know some people can look at it as a negative you know right after that year he got that opportunity in Saskatchewan you know uh, but I I still feel like you know just I want to pick this one back to back I definitely feel like we we could have put it in many years as you know as, as we as we wanted to but life played the way it played and I think he made some great decisions I mean, it's just nice to see him back.
1: What was your reaction when he left for Saskatchewan so soon after you guys won? Because some fans are still a little upset about that.
2: Uh, We're human, you know. The first instinct was like, that's why I say it wasn't really. You know, it's a business aspect to this this game we love. You know, from from all angles. You know, from a fan, from a player, coach. You know, spectator. You know, on the the media side, but it's it's business as well. And so uh, on that scale. You know, it's, it's not my decision, you know, and so I think he he's definitely matured and lived life long enough to make the best decision on that scale. But uh from from the player and what we had just did, it, you know,
0: it was like, Oh, it
2: kinda hurt, you know, it's still kinda of fast. But uh, like I say I always had a great relationship with Coach Jones. He's very professional and so uh I know he made the best decision for himself and his family and his career. You know, he got the opportunity to go to the NFL, you know. And uh like I say, I'm just excited and, and glad to see that he's back and, and you know, I think it's uh for multiple years and get the opportunity to change bring that culture back and uh you know, just just get a give a give the city and the community what they want, you know what I mean? And so uh yeah, actually, again I'm very excited. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, Darius, it's always exciting to have you on the show. I, I appreciate that man, you're taking the time always. to talk to me. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, and uh, I, I'm really happy that you're involved in coaching and, and bringing along young football players. And uh, look forward to the next time you're uh, you're back up here, man. I hope you're in Canada and in Edmonton soon.
2: Oh, man, that, that, that'll be the dream, Reed, man. Uh, we keep our fingers crossed, man, but you and the family have. Health- uh, great holidays, all of Edmonton, man. I miss you guys. You know, uh, but we'll be back soon. You know, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure to be on.
1: Right on. That is a Darius Bowman checking in tonight on inside sports, former double E receiver played under Chris Jones in 2014 and 15 and won the great cup with Jones at the helm in 2015. So a little bit of perspective there, those the practices and and I was talking to a a player who played uh, under Jones as well earlier about the, the double barreled practices and that's where there'd kind of be two sets of Practices going on at the same time. You'd have the the first string offense against the second string defense, and you'd have the first string defense against the second string offense. So there was, there was really no standing around or waiting for players to rotate in to get their reps. Everybody's kind of getting them at the same time. And and the person I spoke to today thought that this helped the Elks depth wise because the second stringers were competing often against the first stringers and were expected to run the same plays, the same offense or the same defense. So that ultimately helped them whenever they had to get into a game. I thought that was really interesting. Good to catch up with a Darius Bowman uh, still ahead on the show. Uh, we'll, we'll hear some thoughts from Ryan King who also played for Edmonton in 2015. And, uh, I don't know if you saw this. You know, Yessi RV is called the Bison King. There are now Bison King t-shirts available. We'll tell that story too. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Uh, Still 10-10, Seattle and the Rams. 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Rams here uh, first and 10 from the Seattle 30. And uh, the other NFL game today, final minute of the third quarter, Philadelphia leading Washington 20-10. And it looks like Cooper Cup has a touchdown for the Rams, so they go up 16-10 on the Hawks with the conversion to come. That was great to catch up with Darius Bowman as we've been uh, breaking down the chris jones hiring today he is back with the elks head coach general manager now they got to hire a president we should get that uh sometime in january and uh jones uh you know sounded like he was very prepared with his interview um knew a lot about the elks roster already and uh Probably has a coaching staff in mind, but judging by some things he said today, though, he didn't give us any names, so we'll have to see where that goes. Uh, There were some uh, former and present players there today, including Ryan King, former long snapper.
0: Playing for Coach Jones was something special, Uh, even coming into that 2015 year, I I knew something was even more special about that season and, um, you know, he's just such a a good player coach uh, as well as very business minded and he understands the game of football. Um, You know, I'd say Coach Jones is probably the best coach I've ever played for. Uh, It's an honor to play for him, privilege to play for him, to see how he runs meetings, see how he motivates the guys, his halftime speeches. He always knows when to, you know, pick the guys up, when to put them down um, and he's he gets the most out of his players and that's something that I've seen being in the locker room um challenges guys to be the best they can be has high expectations of everybody and he knows that uh, when it comes to the CFL it's all about winning and he does a lot of that in your opinion is he the right guy at the right time for this franchise i think there's no question i think the board did a good job of uh, you know interviewing all the candidates that they had and um you know i think that uh, coach jones is going to be welcome back in this community i think a lot of people are going to be excited to have him back at the at the the spot, and um, you know, I think there's no question that he's going to do a great job of turning this organization around back to a winning season. What's your what's your best memory, Chris Jones, as a coach? Uh, is there one particular speech, one particular
1: moment that really jumps out at you when you think about him?
0: I'd probably have to. You know, there was a lot of those because it was cool to see just his coaching tactics, and uh, he was very player engaged. We did a lot of, uh, you know, our workouts weren't just basic workouts. You know, he would put a he would put a competitive aspect to it, so guys were always, you know working harder than they usually would be on just a rundown day, right? So it was cool to see all that stuff, but, you know, probably it would have been, you know, great cup. Uh, just seeing how composed he was in, in, in such a big game like that. Um, obviously with his departure after um, that halftime speech was, was one of the most memorable moments that I would have had. And, uh, you know, just relating to, Hey, this is our last, last time together here, guys. And this locker room is going to be different. And, you know, let's go out there and, and, you know, basically get this win together as a team, as a family. And, um, you know, if you saw us come out of that locker after halftime it was a whole new whole new side of the Eskimos in 2015 and that was a lot to do with him
1: that's Ryan King I mean you don't hear a lot of former players uh say a lot of negative things about Chris Jones which is uh which is interesting so again I expect the Elks to be much better this season I I I think I kind of know how they're gonna play I think they got a long way to go because they had a pretty terrible year and uh as we know they they want to improve off the field as well And uh, Chris Jones has this to say about the importance of community involvement for himself and for the Elks. It, not just
2: community on team. You got to have people in the seats in the CFL, and that's something that's extremely, you know, uh, extremely important for the longevity of our league and longevity of the organization. And you know, quite honestly, I mean, I'm from a small town, as a lot of y'all have known from the past, you know. And you know, football is a big thing, and football's always been big here in Edmonton. I mean, you can look around at all the people that are that are up here on these walls. I mean, they didn't get there accidentally. They got here because it's always been a good football program, and you know, that's kind of what we're. What we're kind of trying to
1: get it back to. Thanks, you. All right, Bison King T-shirts. Where do you get one? Find out next. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.